Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go. It's our number three. Live in L.A., it's The Hurt. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. You know, you got to be grateful in life. Last night, I sat home. I went and got a workout in, got real cut up, just throwing iron around. Then I came home, sat down, Diet Coke. I'm running on a Diet Coke kick. Sat down, poured a Diet Coke, ice, Lemon, twist, a lot of rocks, nothing else in it. And I sat and watched the Lakers first half. And then I went over and watched the World Series a little bit. Then I started watching both. And, you know, the Nuggets were great early, closed it late, better team. They're fantastic. Uh, defending AD today. Uh, and then uh, and then I watched that World Series, the last five or six innings. I kept going back and forth. And they just, they Arizona's pitching. Arizona controlled that game from the very beginning. They tied it up with a home run, but the, the best hitters couldn't hit. Yeah, yeah. I'm still shook about your diet Coke. I didn't think you drank soda, man. I did. My mom wouldn't let me as a kid. Yeah. My mom was very, my mom was British and uh, she believed it. My mom was a mile ahead on uh, eating healthy. So I had to have raisin bran. Like, oh gosh! I'm no kidding. I'm a kid. I'm like, let's let's not worry about downstairs. I want something that tastes good. Give me yeah. Count Chocula. Raisins. And then I wanted to eat, drink Coke and Pepsi. I couldn't do any of that stuff. I was always like uh, juices and healthy stuff. Yeah, yeah. So my mom didn't give us all that stuff. Capri Sun. Do you remember those? We, we, I'm older than that. Oh geez, I didn't I realize. Don't. That. I'm, I'm so old. The big thing was don't stare at the sun. That was a big thing. Mom said, don't stare at the television. Don't get too close to the television and don't stare at the sun. You'll go blind and don't look at Playboy. That was another thing that would make you go blind. Oh, oh, okay. So that's you had a lot of those things back when I was a kid. Now it's like, uh, you know, it's just a cats and dogs living together and everybody eats and drinks whatever yeah. they want. Do you remember when your friends would be like, where does your dad hide the Playboy? You know, like when the parents left Oh, the I house. got a Playboy story that would embarrass me. It's it's for my final book. You want to save it for tomorrow? I'll save it for the book. It's oh. not getting on television. It is not getting on TV at Fox. It's a thing called the FCC. I'll save it for the book. All right, let's bring him on. We haven't had him in a couple of weeks, and we have missed him. Mark Sands that got them dependently into playoff let's go, baby. landscape. We missed, back, you. we missed you. I missed you both. Okay. One more than the other. So you have what Mark does is something that is not easy. He makes me smarter, and he brings on clips. I don't know. So he's going to do some Lamar stuff in about five minutes. But Mark also takes you inside, and it's very interesting. So fans probably don't know this, but Jim Ursay went to Twitter (laughs) and ripped the refs. Now, I'm going to set this up for Mark. Tell people how it works behind the scenes in the NFL, then pivot to the Ursay stuff. Every week, there's plays uh, that that are questionable calls, potentially, from the referee. You thought it was a hold. Maybe it isn't. It is. Whatever. They have some egregious ones at the end. 
uncatchable ball. The ball lands in the tunnel Every or wherever. Every team has it, those. Yes. And so for the Colts specifically last week, they had probably a longer reel than normal of plays that you send to the league and say, hey, this should have been a holding this should have been a pass interference. This was uncatchable. And it happens with whatever. every team every week. Every, all 32 teams, unless you're on the bye week, they you send, send the in this tape. And then the league's going to send you a response by Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, you send them in on Monday or Sunday night, and it comes back Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, you get it, and it's just kind of like, okay, somewhat of a vindicated feeling, like, okay, yeah, all right, we were correct on this one. Or you send in 15 plays, and 13 of them were correct. Well, during the season, you just kind of keep that – to yourself and Karma you just kind of move back. on yeah because this this thing everybody hears about it right if you're going to start complaining publicly about it then everybody's going to hear it the referees that you're going to get the next few weeks you know it's just not a good idea karma wise and maybe maybe in a playoff game when there's nothing left you lost the game and you get the real back you and you're like Twitter. see there were four <laughs> holding calls that we missed okay who cares you got months until your next game and everybody kind of forgets about it but during the season, it's like, what are you talking about? That's not going to change anything. If anything, it almost bites you moving forward. Like, what, what are these crews going to think? Maybe they're going to just let guys play when you're expecting a call. Maybe, I don't know. I just was really shocked because you don't see that That an very owner often. would go out. Yeah, like owner, coach, head coach, everybody knows. Public. You just don't want to air it out publicly in that form, in my opinion. You just keep that stuff tight to the vest, understand where the call should have been, and you keep playing ball. And hopefully it comes around and, and evens out over time. Um, one of the things I like about football, I cover it, I have sources. But stuff like that gets uh, unveiled to me all the time. People will call me and say, hey. See, you forget that people don't know stuff like that sometimes. Right. You know, when you're in it so, so much, you forget. So with Jalen Hurts, I've got a little bit of a theory. So <clears throat> they're still productive, they're still winning. They have not been as good in the red zone, despite having good tight ends, good run game, all this stuff. And I have a theory on this, is that he's not healthy and that Sirianni, in a congested space, because they're already using the tush-push six times a game, he doesn't want him running as much. He would do it if it's a playoff game. But Sirianni's like, listen, we see the film. We can win these games. But in the red zone, we're not putting him out there to be to, in situations. So the other night against Miami, he had a bootleg and he immediately sat. And when he got up, he wasn't right, but he took like smaller steps to hide he, the limp. That's exactly right. And then 25 plays later, he runs to the sideline and he couldn't hide it. And you're like, that yeah. dude is not close to 100%. And you heard him in the post game. They're like, what's up? You had something on your knee at halftime. You were the last one out, whatever. And he goes, I'll be all right. I mean, you can They're tell. Hiding the and you can tell he's not opening up in his stride. He doesn't look like he would separate. He's even with the guy, and then he just separates to the sideline, gets out of bounds. That's normal. The other day, he was fighting just to beat the guy to the sideline instead of cruising out of bounds, and it just doesn't look the same. But that's how he got hurt last year in the red. I believe it was in the red. Oh, no, they were backed up, but he hurt his shoulder keeping the ball. That's the problem with some of this when you're going to run the guy that much. So right now, they're, they're thinking long-term. Okay, we got to we – gotta, this is a marathon, not a sprint. We got to keep this guy healthy. He gives us a chance to win, which means if he's not going to run as much, then he's going to have to beat you from the pocket. And that is not his first or best attribute. So what are teams doing? They're trying to like mush rush, basically like mirror the ends and keep him in the pocket. Don't let him escape and absorb him when he tries to escape. Instead of going after him and letting him get the edge on you, you have to just kind of silo him in the pocket and let him try and see over those big mountains of men, offensive linemen, and let him beat you from there because that's not his best attribute. Um, and we both like Philly eventually. Oh, I love Philly. This yeah. isn't like th their obituary by any means. It's just They're something. fine. It's just this is going to change change their formula to win every week. If they had their druthers, they'd rather just run it the way they've run it before and let him tote the rock anywhere from seven to 12 times a game. But right now, they're trying to keep that to like five or less. You could tell. So um, I actually like the London games because I wake up at about 6.30, it's on, <laughs> and then I just get football till just the night. rip your Diet Cokes. There and... <laughs> you, knock them down early, baby. I go early to the sauce. So two weeks ago, Lamar against Tennessee first half. And I sat there and watched it, Mark, and I thought it was the best half of football I saw a player in the league play. I thought he was brilliant. Now, red zone stuff can sometimes be choppy. 
but you've got some video on Lamar Jackson, and I want you to do what you do well. I said the other day, take out Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. I think he's the second guy in the league every defensive coordinator is scared of. Well, I, I think the way they're running some of their plays, and you think triple option, like... Okay, triple option. We know how to. We need one for the dive. We need one for the quarterback, and we need somebody for the pitch man. Okay, great. But watch the way these guys are running triple option. Okay, Lamar's going to read the end like he always does right. on this clip that they're going to roll here clip? in just a second. All right. And this is uh, nothing special. Just an easy motion. Boom. Lamar's going to go like he's going to hand it to the back. He's yeah. got the chance to run around. And who's he reading? The end happens to be Aiden Hutchinson. He's got his eyes on Hutchinson, and he's going to tell the story. Okay, great. Aiden Hutchinson wants to take the back. His eyes are on the back. You're giving unless. Giving unless Aiden Hutchinson's going to make that play in the backfield. Boom, there goes Lamar. He knows he's got space, but wait, there's another defender. Well, wait, where's my pitch man? I'm, I'm supposed to have a guy on my flank right here, and I just flip it to him. He does the rest. Now he's got two pitch men, and they're already running routes, and now he's got to read a guy as he's avoiding a defender, and boom, he just throws this thing right inside because that defender widens. It's triple option, but becomes almost quadruple option. Triple option with a read. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> right. I wish I could do this stuff. <laughs> the read stuff at the end is easy. That's just a basic oblique stretch on a now, defender. Now, is this new stuff for them? The uh, they've run it before, but right now, he's just running it at such an efficient clip. I mean, these things are hard to do. How do you beat it? You got to play man-to-man -man until that end. Instead of choosing between the running back and quarterback, you go blow up that mesh. Right where the exchange point is, you go put your Rydell helmet right in the quarterback's chest, and they won't run that anymore. You play man-to-man. -man, you got a guy for him, and then these two defensive backs, instead of having that read on one player with two players, you got man-to-man -man on both of them, and then it makes your life hard. That's where the RPO game kind of sucks, <laughs> and this keep game and all this triple option evolving stuff, it, it really sucks versus man-to-man, -man. and it makes it really hard. And once you hand that ball off and that dude just puts his helmet in your chest a couple times, you're like, hey, let's get to another run maybe. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Let me just pitch this ball right away. Let me just toss this to Zay Flowers right away. Yeah. I don't want any part of that. But they're playing zone, and they attacked it. The next part is where I think he's taking his game to the next level. And most importantly, it's bunch formation, uh, basically three receivers all in one little bunch yeah, area. Yeah. And uh, Baltimore's notorious for running cross ball motion to go from three by one to two by two, right? Or to get a blocker in front of one of these halfbacks, whether it's counter or pullers or whatever. So they're motioning a ton cross ball. But watch this little cheat motion that Miami's made popular, this little start inside, and then exit to the outside okay. of the formation, same side. So watch, they're going to start in bunch. Here comes the clip. Boom, three players, three defenders. Okay, now bunch is a problem for defenses. There's so much communication going on right here. How are we going to stop this? Well, you see the guy at the point, he goes, okay, I got Andrews. Cool, I'm on it. I got the point. Now the other guys are still talking. And while they're talking, Linderbaum is getting everything inside handled. Who's rushing? Who's a down rusher? Who's the back guy? Boom. So these guys are saying, watch the cross ball motion. See, he's motioning to his other defender. There's the six guys inside. We got six guys to block. Five O-linemen, one halfback. One's for the back. The rest, O-line, we figure it out. However they show up, we block them. Boom, this motion outside stuns these guys for a second. Watch the corner outside. He bumps outside, and he's locked on the outside receiver. He goes, oh, stops for a second, creates all this leverage inside. Here comes that opening because there's one for the back. They got it protected, and watch this leverage throw. The only thing that Lamar or the offense regrets is the throw to Bateman. Because if he hits him in stride, 88 and out the gate, coach. That thing's gone. But look at all this communication up front, how much stress you're putting on the defense, how you're attacking and gaining leverage with motion. You're not just motioning for the sake of motion. This little cheat motion is taking over the NFL, and it's really cool how coaches are using it. But look at Linderbaum. He's handling everything inside. Boom, 55's down. Hey, 42's down. Halfback, you good? Boom, yep, I got my guy. I know, there's six coming. Great. Five or six coming. There's nobody in the middle of the field. So how do we get these defenders and outside leverage? We motion them, line them up the right way. All this stuff happens in fractions of a second, and Lamar is all over. The only thing I would say was, was a throw. But when you watch it in real time, like this, is, this like gets me fired up. This, right. is, this is the game. This is, this is football. This is NFL football, drive to drive, 
designing plays to beat specific coverages and leverages. And when you don't have the leverage, you create the leverage. All this is happening. Everything we just talked about for like two and a half minutes is happening in less than eight seconds, eight, less than nine seconds. Boom. It's fast, man. And he's picking it all up. Yep. He's handling it. And yep. then the next play, they run the run play, and you're stuck. And then they hit you again with the leverage play. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's basketball on grass, yep. right? It's like a, like a four-on-three fast break. You know what I mean? And, yep. and you're just out leveraged. You're outmatched. You're yep. outnumbered. And they don't quit. It's, that's By a the way, tough Lamar, team in Baltimore. 16-1 against the NFC. So if you've never faced him, oh, it's, it's over. a nightmare. Not only is it 16-1, and one, it's a lot of Detroit stuff. It's a lot. I remember the Chargers telling me the first time they faced Lamar as a rookie. They're like, all right, we've got to go back and <laughs> Where do recalibrate we go? Yeah. the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> and then the second time they faced him, they had more success. But it's, it's, he's a lot to – he's an avalanche if you've never played against him before. Exactly right. Okay, so there's a Josh Allen thing. So I said there's two quarterbacks in the NFL that I think are gifted, Herbert and Allen, but they don't have a guy. And, you know, it's the old saying in Vegas, I got a guy. I need a room this weekend. I got a guy. Right? Like, <laughs> sure. uh, uh, so Tom Moore for Peyton. Josh McDaniels for Tom. Clements for Aaron Rodgers. Breeze had Peyton. Patrick Montana Walsh. Most great quarterbacks. You know, we fans sit down, we watch these games. But if you don't have a guy that gets you through crisis, Herbert, third OC, four years. Brian Dayball was his guy. He left. That's not a knock on Ken Dorsey, but the <clears> mistakes are up. And everybody, there's, a, there's something about the guy you trust a little more. Your guy in Vegas that gets the room, there's something about him. He always gets you the room. The room. And I feel like with Herbert and Josh Allen, who does he lean on in crisis? Who's his guy? And it, it's not a knock on Dorsey, but Dayball's special. I think you're. you're um... The most important thing is is the Dayball idea, and and Josh even mentioned it in one of the clips. You said, "Yeah, I think uh, I need to think a little less and just play, just play football, right?" So, how am I simplifying this? Does that land how, to you? How well? How are the, how are the Baltimore Ravens simplifying this for Lamar Jackson? So we can play fast. Yes. Um, what what do you do well, and what can you handle? Can you handle that triple option that turns into the four and five options? Okay, great. Let's do that. Let's evolve to that. Well, where's where's Josh at with that? And where was he when Dayball was there? Where is he now? How do we continue to build on it? But the most important thing, I think, in processing, the guys who are elite processors eliminate stuff off their plate. People who are really good at compartmentalizing and then eliminating distractions, whether it's in your daily schedule or in a football game on a, any given play, there's five options, but not really. Not all five options. Rarely are you going to go one through five and have all that time to just pat the ball back there and cook steaks in the backfield, okay? It doesn't work like that. So how do I eliminate and, and get to the answer fast? What clues am I taking from the defense that give me information immediately? Are we using bunch formation enough? Are we using these motions enough to show me leverage, to tell me exactly what this defense is trying to do? Essentially, you're just trying to... <laughs> In some ways, undress the defense, give me the whole picture, boom, and we know what to do. And so I think some of that's getting lost in, okay, if it's not perfect, if I don't see it the right way, well, I'm going to go make a play. And if you're going to play like that, it's a lot like Hertz played against the Jets. If it's going to be backyard football, every down, one, it's not sustainable. Two, it's exhausting. The play caller calls the play with an intent, with a purpose. Sometimes he's wrong, but most of the time he should be right. Occasionally, you got to bail him out. But if every play he calls a play and nobody knows where that ball's going to end up, you usually have a pretty good idea. Okay, it's going two to three. Ooh, it's, he's probably going to have to check this down. Ooh, we're really stuck here. Throw this one away. You know that before the ball snapped, generally. But if you have no idea and it's just a free-for-all out there, it's exhausting and unsustainable. It's too hard, and they're feeling that. All right, I want you, um, and I thought Joel Klatt did a good job, but you have done both NFL and college. So in the NFL, the signals are eliminated because, oh, right. but in college, we all know people steal signals, watch signals, mm. um, but you don't have the equipment. Right. Even though every, you know, college football makes $8 billion a right. year, they can't right. afford a McDonald's headset. <laughs> so in the end, what happens in college football is you watch TV. I remember Mac Brown telling me this. When uh, the other place had the uh, Longhorn Network, mm -hmm. he goes, everybody was listening to our practices. They were taping the network, and they would watch a random practice. Yeah. 
and they would just hear in the background, XY2. Yeah. We found people stealing stuff <laughs> off the Longhorn Network. Yeah. So the idea that anybody steals plays, everybody does in college. Everyone. Everyone. When you hear the Michigan story, though, does it feel like Russian espionage to the next well, level? What's it feel like to he, you? Here's the difference. So in the NFL, I can remember, especially with Chip, when you play at such a fast pace, it forces the defense to communicate fast. And how do they communicate fast and efficiently? A lot of times they have to signal. So you have guys on your sideline looking at the other sideline, and the defense, I mean, you have to communicate quickly. Remember, you have fractions of a second. We just showed these plays. So when they go like this as their signal, over, two, pirate. <laughs> okay, well, I'm getting covered too, and they're going to pirate the defensive <laughs> lineman. Like, okay, there's going to be a run stun up front, and I'm getting covered too. I got a whole laundry list of plays that I know I can run and cover too. So we're going to get up to the line of scrimmage and say, hut, 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 fake everybody out. Boom, and you're kind of waiting, waiting, and then they come and, you know, they talk in your headset and say, all right, you're getting covered too. Boom, get to a play, get to a beater. Well, <laughs> that's easy. That's like stealing, okay? So we've been in situations like that by the second quarter. You know almost all their calls. And even if you don't know it perfectly, you just know, hey, five-man pressure, man, fire zone. And that's what you need yeah, to know. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Fire zone, you know, whatever. Three deep, three under, that's what they played. Okay, and we're confirming it on the pictures, like, boom. Okay, this was the signal. What did he do? He rubbed his arm, and then he went like a throw. Uh, he threw a dart, and then he did like a throat slash, whatever it is. And you start to pick apart their signals. Now, in college, you do the same thing. It happens. But if you're sending people weeks before to go watch their games to advance right. scout, that's where people are like, wait a second. Right. In the NFL, you send scouts out and they know personnel signals. They know, you know, uh, zebra, usually a Z with your fingers. Yeah. Tiger, that's three wide receivers, one tight end, one running back. Just to steal personnel because defense is going to call their calls by personnel and down in distance. Uh, tiger was this, two tiger claws. That meant two tight ends, two receivers, and a back, whatever. So you're picking off stuff like that, personnel stuff. But you could do that in advance, in advance because it's the NFL. You're allowed to send advanced scouts. In college, you can't really do that. So that's where people are like drawing the line. Like, dude, you can't, you know. But don't you think Ohio State, Purdue, Iowa, everybody else. Are they doing some, that? They have, uh, some, I they mean, have some idea of what you're running. Yeah, they have a great idea. You, and have, you can watch the TV copy. That's the other thing is the TV copy when they say stuff like, um, you know, Ram, Lion, like these O-line calls. Some of them are for passes. Some of them are for runs. And you can get them anywhere from like 80, 90% correct. That's what Mac Brown said. Right. And so the problem is you have to use some of those calls on offense when it's a play action to sound like run. You, you use an A-B or some sort of combo run block call that's for a play action now. And sometimes it screws your own guys up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. So it's this ongoing you know, gamesmanship that's across the board. Everybody has that. It's just the advanced idea of it. And then obviously getting caught is part of the issue as well. You're very good today. Thank you. We did. But you, you said that to Joel. So who was better? Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Joel, just kidding. <laughs> it's always confrontation. No, I saw him in the, dress I saw him in the <laughs> dressing room and in makeup and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more. Talk Last to me, week, coach. I don't want to get into Tyson. Bajan. Oh, I don't want to get into secret it. It's not agent, that. man. Okay, but I will just say, when he comes in and moves the chains, because yeah. if you have a bad defense, what you didn't, but if you have a bad defense, you want to mask it. Mm -hmm. And the one thing the Bears did last week, they got first downs. Mm -hmm. They dominated the clock. Justin Fields is way more talented, but he converts forty percent of third downs. The kid, undrafted from a Division II program got 60%. So my takeaway is, listen, we know Justin's more talented, but there's a lot of high and lows. Mm -hmm. Isn't this a moment when it showed us, not that Justin Fields isn't talented, but the key to this Chicago team because of their lack of defensive prowess is pick up first downs, and the kid did. Well, I think some of it is the third downs they had were third and manageable. They weren't heavy on the penalties. They were heavy run on first and second down. The throws they threw on first and second down, I mean, I only think he had maybe two or three drop back actual passes where it's five or six man pass pro and you have four to five options in a full deal where you have to read the entire field 
and have some sort of pre-snap recognition to get to the answer quickly. That's the hardest thing to do in football. So they try to limit that as best they could. Foreman went off. The run game went off. They finally found an offensive line combination. They moved Cody Whitehair to guard and Lucas center, and that was much better for them. So now they're road grading that front for the Raiders and picking up yards on first and second down. They're positive. So on third and four, third and three, you have everything. You got screens to DJ Moore. You got fly sweeps. You can run it. You can sprint out the quarterback and throw quick game. You can do so many things. And the other thing was he just didn't put the ball in harm's way. He knew the most important thing. You could tell they watched that film from the week before when he had to come in in relief and gave the ball away twice. Once for holding the ball too long and once for throwing just an awful ball, terrible decision. It started off with a bad snap and he made a bad play, a complete disaster and threw an interception. So you could tell they showed him those clips and said, no, 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 never, never, never. Are we ready to play? And he was totally ready to play. Own that moment. The stage wasn't too big. And it was pretty, I mean, the first question I asked when he sat down in our meeting, I said, how many tickets do you buy? He goes, 53. <laughs> I was like, oh, buddy, you're playing for free this week, dog. <laughs> he started laughing. No, he, it was good, awesome. He was a good story. He was great. You were amazing today. We love Appreciate having it. you back. Mark Sanchez breaks it down. Uh, so proud of how, not obviously you're a talented guy, but you've been Thanks, so man. good as a broadcaster. Thank you're you. so good for us. This fall, keep mealtime exciting. Hello Fresh, 40 recipes and more each week. Always delicious. Pre-portioned quick. Eat well, eat fast. 50% off. Go to 50Colin at HelloFresh.com slash 50Colin the Herd. I have a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's have some fun. New users, please use the code HERD. When you download the app, it takes about 90 seconds max to download it. Now my parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. Jags minus two and a half at the Steelers. I like Pittsburgh, but they've been outgained in every game. Jaguars are a bit undervalued. I think they win by about a field goal to four points. I'll take the Jags. Saints plus one and a half at the Colts. Derek Carr's been struggling. He's hearing about it. There's too much talent not to beat a backup. Colts come out of a very, very trying, difficult, physical game against Cleveland. I think they pull back. I'll take the Saints plus one and a half. 49ers at home minus five and a half against the Bengals. I like Cincinnati, but they're winning and being outplayed. 49ers in a bad mood after two road losses. Come home and lean on them. I'll take the Niners by about 10. Jags, Saints, Niners. You want to take the herd parlay? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, the code is HERD, H-E-R-D. When you download the app, have some fun. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The brilliant EQE SUV for Mercedes-Benz Digital Light Technology. Even the headlamps are thinking. Check it out. Good merch. MBUSA.com slash EQE dash SUV. J-Mac with the news. What a show today. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. First up, Patrick Mahomes. He's had 12 career starts against the Broncos. Undefeated in those games. KC headed to Denver in week eight. Mahomes trying to become the first quarterback to start their career 13-0 against any opponent. Um, Otto Graham, uh, this is even before your time, Cowherd, uh, 12-0 leading the Browns over something called the Chicago Cardinals in the 1950s. That's kind of a cheap shot, but I'll Can, take it. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, Chiefs are minus seven in Denver. Um, Denver's defense has been plucky the last few weeks. Uh, put the, put aside the 70 burger that Miami hung on them. God, Mahomes. But you know what this is, though? This is Brady in the AFC East. It's the same damn thing. He owned mm. Buffalo, well, the Jets, and Miami forever. And and those teams have had history. They've had some good players. I mean, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, they've had good players. They've had some good coaches. Yeah. This is what it's becoming. You've got to dominate your division first. Brady, oh, everybody always made excuses. Well, Brady has this, this, this. Well, you could say the same thing about Mahomes. He, Both of these, the two best quarterbacks I've ever seen, dominated their division. So we are kind of ahead of the curve on some of this gambling stuff and looking ahead. Colin, after Denver, Patrick Mahomes has a date with Miami and that's overseas, an international game. I know, that's a good is international a game. Yeah, really good. Is there a chance they overlook Denver? Denver's not great here. And they do one of these, like, let's get out to a 17-0 lead and co- coast. Well, And maybe Denver comes back. I've been on, I've had a winning week a lot lately. And, and you know, three or four of the last five weeks or whatever it is, I started really bad. I'm going, generally, my theory is go with a better quarterback. I didn't on Monday Night Football, and it burned me. So I I can't go Russell Wilson over Mahomes. I'm trying to take the better. I went Lamar over Goff. Wait, wait, who did you have Monday again? I had the Niners, so we, Purdy and Kirk Cousins. Cousins is better than Purdy. Well, on a Monday night at home with that receiving crew, yeah. maybe he, I think he is. Yeah. I just want to bring up. You think the, you don't think Kirk Cousins is better than Brock Purdy? He's better than Brock Purdy. If he's like the 12th best quarterback, Purdy's. And I said this before the game. I've always felt Kirk's in that DAC kind of 12-13. Purdy's closer to 15, 16, 17. I had Purdy 10. I had Cousins 11. Oh, yeah. well, you really bought into that thing. I mean, it's been 15 games. He's been good. I know it's sample size. Quick note on Kansas City. Their middle linebacker, tackling machine Nick Bolton. He's a broken uh, wrist. wrist. It sounds like he's going to be out at least a month, probably longer. That's a big injury. Uh, Sean Payton, it, the, the game plan here is not difficult. A lot of dump-offs to uh, Javante Williams, P. Ryan in space, the kid McLaughlin. Um, I, I keep an eye on the Broncos here. I think they'll be plucky. I don't know that they're going to win, um, but I think it'll be you know closer than the experts think. Uh, next up, let's do another Chief story because we haven't mentioned Taylor Swift in 24 hours. Um, she's had a great impact on Travis Kelsey, Crazy. obviously, in more ways than one. Uh, the all-pro tight end is averaging 108 yards per game with T-Swift in the house, only 46 and a half without her. Micah Parsons has taken notice, and he had this to say on his podcast. When there is a bad girl, and she's in attendance, and she's watching you, 
that gives you an extra boost of confidence. When you pull up to the gym and your girl's with you, I don't care who's in front of me. Like, without a doubt in my mind, Kawhi Leonard could be in front of me. I gotta give him 30. I refuse to go in that car on the way home. And my girl's talking about, damn, he drops you off today, huh? Nah, that's not happening. So you know what Kelsey's doing. I know what's going on. He was already doing it. So now it's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to do it more now. Like, it's a swagger. It's a confidence when that thing's happening. He, he, is Taylor Swift a bad girl? Is that what he called her? I mean, she's pretty cool. I, I don't. I don't I think, think she's. What, what is bad? bad girl? That's a good. That one. meant something different. Bad, like Rihanna. Oh, like ooh, was she's bad. Bad girl. Oh, yeah. okay. Bad, bad girl. Good, Riri, good, you know. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I. I yeah, I don't know how that works. Oh, uh, how about Micah Parsons? I mean, listen, this guy's pretty good on the mic. I told you I should just hire him at the volume. Help that's him. That's a, a good bit. value add right there. He's saying it's like I don't think he'd be a value. Pretty I think I'd have to pay for him. No, I mean, he's good. Like, he, uh, I mean, I've never listened to his podcast, but uh, we he's have. saying interesting stuff. I, I have. You have? It's good? I listen to all the podcasts. Oh, you almost God. sound like a little mogul it. over there. All right, let's get to the NBA, <laughs> where the league uh, has tried to put an end to load management <laughs> um, this season. Obviously, they're trying to work on their TV deal, so they want their stars playing. Last night, Adam Silver made an appearance on TNT's NBA pregame show, and Charles Barkley, who was... I thought he was a little out of pocket last night, but uh, Barkley used that opportunity to call out stars who sit out. As a player, if you're going to make $50, $60 million a year to play basketball three or four days a week, play basketball, man. Now, if you're injured, if you're injured, don't play. But everybody hurts after the first two weeks of the season your, your legs sore your knees sore y'all got the best shoes you got the best medical staff you got these guys sleeping in chambers you got eye baths man if you can play shut the hell up and play here here i like that uh, man of the people this is me rolling my eyes at charles Barkley. why well it's almost like he's in the pocket of the league hey charles you're on a powerful show can you get our stars to play basketball so we can make a bigger tv deal and make more money I'm I'm kind of over Barkley. I know I think he's popular he, on he's the, web. the most critical analyst in America on the sporty broadcast. No, no other analyst rips his own sport. Everybody else panders. Hey, hey you know Charles? Well, not everybody yeah. else, but hey, Charles, you know what? It's great. You know when Kawhi Leonard's playing in November. You know when I want him playing in the playoffs. I want Curry in the playoffs. You know what? I'm sorry, I don't care. Yeah, if they're playing in January, yeah, you don't. But I'm a rural kid who went to one oh, Sonics game every three years to see downtown Freddie Brown. And if they'd have had load management, and I don't get Gus Williams, I don't get DJ, I don't get Jack Sigma. That's the only game I go to. I know it's easy for all you city slickers oh, out there, please. you big six-figure people, to talk oh. about. I go to a bunch of games. <laughs> you get free tickets. I do not. Okay, you know sometimes I get free tickets. Yeah, yes. you do. The kid that's two hours away in California from the Staples, you can get on that. Well, two hours away yeah. is four miles away. You know what's a better investment? But the go get NBA League Pass. Why are we going to Staples for? Get NBA League Pass. You go By the way, as a kid, just for the record, I went to like four NBA games my whole before I turned like 18. I went to like oh, maybe four your games. Your family was rolling in it. No, we were in the suburbs and the Wizards or the Bullets at the time. Yeah. I loved the oh, Bullets. We couldn't they afford stung. the suburbs. Suburbs were fancy it cars. It wasn't that big of a deal to go to an NBA game. Uh, Watch them on TV. Yeah, you know, you should sometimes go to the upper deck where I hang out at stadiums. I'd rather watch on TV than go to the upper deck. How's that? Yeah. Again, I'm out there. I'm up there drinking. Uh, you know. Yeah. Watching low the fist fights, beer. right? You're videotaping. Okay. Like when you're you go upstairs, plates. you know where those people are from? Hardworking people that go to one game a year. You're in here with the suites and the owners. Uh, again, I maybe go to two games, three games, four games a year. Yeah. And where do you sit? Well, I try to get hooked up with tickets for free. Yeah. Yeah. Guy upstairs goes to one game a year with his kids because he's got four of them, and he's working the double shift to pay. And the McDonald's milkshake machine doesn't work. Yeah. Well, and the guy's busting his arse. Instead of working to play, to take to one game, get the league pass and watch every game. What's the big difference? Oh, there's another expense to the fans. How about play when I show up? How about that? Listen, one of us is for the people and one's hanging no, out listen, with No, listen, I like, hey, you. I didn't even say this. I say, I say this for my podcast. I like LeBron doing load management last night. Hey, AD, you're the leader of this team. Go go get us a win. LeBron, oh, hey, goodness. I'm slow playing this season. I'm 38 Turning 39 in December, I'm in no rush, my guy. I'm playing a few minutes because you know what matters? The playoffs matter. Not November basketball. That doesn't mean anything, You know Colin. what? I watch November basketball. I sat and gave four hours to the league last night. Four and a half. It wow. matters yeah. to me. We'll see I how much you watch in December after the, after the honeymoon of the first week is over. Stop with this, like, oh, play for the fans. Like, 
play in the playoffs when it matters. Boy. We just disagree. What happened? Vehemently. You put him on the show for a couple months. He's fancy pants. I'm not here. fancy at all. Jesus. You should try, you should try a drive through once in a while and order a milkshake. Yeah, bro, see how I was life at Shake Shack is. last night. <laughs> Have you so, been to Shake Shack lately? No, but it, it's a little over my, uh, it's, it's a lot. You can't walk out of that thing where, for Where four are you bucks. going? Wendy's? Chick-fil-A. I oh, go to Chick-fil-A. I do like Chick-fil-A. Yes, I'm all up it. I'm Crush all about Chick-fil-A. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Wemby plays tonight. Victor Wembenyama can't wait for that. NBA season opened up last night. How about Chris Paul to the Warriors? Said it earlier, don't have to size the rings yet, but you better Google where the place is. That was nice. Rick Buecher joining us live. So, all right, what, what, what? You, you, the Chris Paul Warriors thing. When, yeah. Steph, when Steph was I, off the floor, it, 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 you called it. Might have been a surprise to you. It was not a surprise to me. Uh, you had an adult in the room when you needed to have one. Now, all that said, they're still the wild and crazy warriors. And 
that does certainly concern me. And yes, I know we're short on time, but I have to get to this, Colin. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling my, uh, my resident card on this. Uh, J-Mac, don't make us choose on, on load management. It's either or. It's not as if load management has guys ready to play in the postseason. They're still not available. And they're making $50 million. You don't need to extend your, your, your career in order to get that fourth max salary. Let's just play. I'm with Charles. And Colin, let this, this you playing the role of country bumpkin <laughs> at, up in the 300 section, drinking Pabst. Like, come on now. All right. Both of you are way out of line. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. I must be challenging my Charles because get back to your point. Yes, Chris Paul was is not going to be an issue, but I really I'm kind of sad today because I feel like all of the intrigue of the NBA season, at least as far as the Western Conference is concerned, was really sucked out of the very first night. The Denver Nuggets are far and away the best team in the league. They are. Anthony Davis is not going to lead, is not going to be the lead guy on any kind of team vying for a championship. And Devin Booker is still a hothead, wildly talented, still a hothead. Can't see him leading Phoenix anywhere. And the Warriors are going to be better than last year, but I wouldn't be sizing them for rings. So let's just hope that the Eastern Conference is going to give us something to talk about because I feel like we already know how the Western Conference is going to go. Oh, that's a lot. Hey, how about this? Yeah. Victor Wembanyama. Yeah. Okay, he's yes. put on 18 pounds. It's like, oh, yes. here he comes. Starts tonight. Yeah. What should we expect? I expect that he's going to be phenomenal. He's clearly the real deal, but... I'm also looking, have you, Holland, have you looked at the rest of that Spurs roster? Have you looked at what you're asking him to carry? If he's not playing 35, 40, 40 minutes, which I do not expect the Spurs to be uh, playing him that much or leaning on him that much, this is just not a very good Spurs team. I fully expect that they are, are looking at, you know what? Eh, we don't have to worry about making the playoffs. We don't have to worry. Like, we know what Victor is. Let's make another run at the lottery and find a running mate for Victor, and then we'll unleash the beast. But, uh, look, I, I, I love watching him play. He is To see a guy that size do what he does is so unorthodox. It was the one question I had. I don't have that question anymore. He, he is going to be phenomenal. It's just a matter of when do the Spurs allow him to be phenomenal on the biggest stage. So I think there's pressure on Milwaukee. Dame is older, smaller player, getting dinged up. Giannis is in his prime, but Brooks older. Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton older, falling apart a little bit. I think they've got about a two-year yeah. window to get it done. I don't with Boston. Tatum in his prime. Jalen in his prime. I don't think they have a brief window. I think Boston's got about five years here, four years. I feel like last year, Milwaukee looked old, like old, and they looked old against yeah. Boston. How do you think the Dame Giannis thing looks six months from today? What's it going to look like? Well, they, they were the oldest team last year in the league, and they're the second oldest team this year. And I'm, I'm with you 100%. I don't know. Lillard solves one problem, but the loss of Drew Holiday creates others, which is that defensively, there's just a huge question in terms of what they can be, especially if you're talking about the Boston Celtics. How are you going to match up against those uber-athletic guys on the wings? Who's, who's guarding them? Chris Middleton, you hope that he's healthy. Damian Lillard, no chance. Pat Connaughton, eh. So I, I, that to me is the issue. Now, the biggest question, and I agree with you, Boston Celtics look like they are going to be a force to be reckoned with for years to come. The big question is, is it going to be built around Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? That's the referendum that we're going to see here. It, we thought that they were going to get there last year. And when, when they didn't, it was a look at Jason Tatum to say, can he really be the best player on a championship team? If there were no excuses last year, there certainly aren't any this year. Uh, not with the addition of Drew Holiday, who was just a headier, more solid point guard and playmaker than Marcus Smart. So that's going to be the question. I think that the Celtics at some point 
win a championship in the next couple years. But if it's not this year, then I don't know that they do it with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Okay, we're out of time. Rick Buecher, going to see a lot more of him as always, Bukes. It's great seeing you. Thanks for calling out, J-Mac. Uh, really appreciate that. That needs to be done in a more consistent <laughs> level. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Buecher, as always, money. So, yeah, that load management stuff. All right. You, you got the internet worked up with that load management stuff. They're all on your side on this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah crazy. That's insane. $50 million a year. Could you just play occasionally when you're d- uncomfortable? I do this show uncomfortably twice a week. Well, really? What's that? Co- you got Influ- muscle from inf- lifting weights yesterday? Yeah, influenza, oh. muscle soreness, <laughs> sleep like crud. <laughs> I'm out here knocking down three-pointers on nights I feel, mornings I feel like crud. That's cool. I got management harping on me. What you know, a warrior. Fighting uh, Ryan back here, Bengals lover. You got the friend, you've got the network on your back. Is your back okay? You need a massage? <laughs> I mean, geez. Let's slow down on that. All right, uh, Sanchez, uh, who was he good today? Buker brings heat. He's got the West all figured out. We're an hour into it. <laughs> and Joel Klatt. Boy, this was maybe a top tenner show right today. A lot top, top, of stuff. 12, top 12. Top 12. Yeah. You know, like the Bills. We're not top 10. We're close. (laughs) All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, First things first is getting ready, putting the suits on, getting the ties ready, expensive shoes on. uh, Next. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.